0: Scott and Liam vs. Evil Hello and welcome to Scott and Liam vs. Evil We are now in episode 54 Did I get that right? That 54 And uh, we have got a treat for you today But first we're going to talk about the popcorn horror Glasgow Horror Festival, yes, which we've
1: just been to. Or as I call it, the downfall of Scott Howley. Not <laughs> <laughs> <was> that bad. <laughs> Do you know that bad? Very right, okay then. <laughs> what did you think of the, the whole weekend overall? I, I
0: thought the weekend overall was was a good laugh. I had a really good time. Um, I, I wish that it, it could have been a bit busier, um, but other, I mean, because the first day we were down the stairs, so maybe it was busy. Um, they were just people were up looking at the events and stuff, and we were down at the traders' tables, which were, but I had a great
1: time. The second day was good fun as well. We weren't drunk 85% of the time. Too drunk, man. I don't know what I was thinking. The debate, the big live debate we've been talking about (coughs) with Duncan and Baz from the podcast Under the Stairs. Who, by the way,
0: when you meet them in person, are two of the nicest most genuine hilarious guys I think. you say that like they're wankers like audio no no, no. <laughs> audio wise they sound like pricks no but you, do you know what I mean you, you got to meet somebody and you think oh you need to like, interact with these people or you're, you're going to have to force like, small talk or whatever you think oh fuck is this going to be fun or am I yeah, going to be socially yeah. awkward am I going to manage this
1: and then they turn out to be like literally just like the... piss heads as well <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so the big debate with them unfortunately I lost I say I because Scott Jumped ship Two or three times Throughout the debate If you watch the video That we uploaded In the Facebook group uh, That Duncan edited And his wife filmed Then you'll see Just how Obvious it was That the podcast Under the stairs Were going to win From about Six minutes in Until the very end Right but I, Can I just Can I just defend myself Right no. because <laughs> like Let me see Because
0: I had Won I had too many beers I couldn't Have a Conscious train of thought I I Wish that we were able to also take side of the psychological horror uh, question because I jumped ship on that one. I probably, in retrospect, probably shouldn't have said that Jaws is shy. <laughs> I don't even know where that came from. But if you need Jaws, I'm going to start to story. <laughs> okay. Um, but Jaws is shy. All right. <laughs> and then the first question we were supposed to argue that, um horrors could be remade. I had a whole big like plan. Place to have a big like kind of monologue and stuff and get everybody on side about how equality and you know acceptance is the way forward. But the only word I seem to remember being able to say was exists. Yeah. And the only remakes I could think of was Night Living and Dead and Dawn the Dead. We yeah, are two thousand and seventeen. Every film deserves to exist. You can't. Okay, we've got classics. We've got you know Night Living Dead. We've got the Evil Dead. We've got all the films that exist. It's out there. But okay, a remake comes around. You just instantly dismiss it, but at the same time, you need to accept that it doesn't take away the fact that the original already exists You know, you you can allow the remake to to exist, and if you don't need to like it, it can be shit,
1: yeah, there's a lot of remake out there that are shit That's not get on, but but, but, they exist This brings us on to my top 5 this week where it's not top five movies, I've done top five ridiculous things that Scott said. <laughs> can,
0: I, can I just get one thing in before, I before go. we go forward? This is kind of what I wanted to say when I was discussing remakes. The Thing, The Ring, The Fly, The Crazies, The Grudge, The Hills of Ice, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Amityville Horror, Psycho, House of Wax, Carrie, Dark Water, Quarantine, 13 Ghosts, Friday the 13th, Maniac Martyrs, The Haunting, The Hitcher, Fright Night, Prom Night, Black Christmas, The Fog, The Wicker Man, The Blob, The Last House on the Left, Mirrors, I Spit in Your Grave, House in Haunted Hill, Sorority Row, When A Stranger Calls, My Bloody Valentine, Nightmare on Elm Street, Invaders from Mars, The Shining, and It. I couldn't remember any <laughs> remakes whatsoever, and I think if I'd just managed to ring, rung that off with a one, but no, I no
1: it it tried- translated into. Night of the Living Dead exists. Dawn <laughs> of the Dead exists. <laughs> Night of the Living Dead exists. That is pretty much uh, my <laughs> argument.
0: Scott and stop. top five.
1: So our top five, <laughs> five would be your rant about how things exist. <laughs> <laughs> Some things don't exist, some things do exist. 4 Was it when I talked about Bazzy's beefy cock you know as well. <laughs> Four was when talking about how Night Eleven Dead exists, you started asking them if they think that Tom Savini had George A. Romero's dick in his mouth. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Which was completely irrelevant to everything. Number three was when you randomly started talking about how the beefiness of Bazzy's <laughs> cock, because you said they showed you it earlier, in which all of us were bemused <laughs> in fact joint the third was also when he said we were going to have a four way fuck fest and asked the host if he wanted to partake in which he replied immediately no because he genuinely thought you were going to rape them. <laughs> <laughs> two was when, you <laughs> was when as Baz pointed out on the Facebook group was when you looked at an audience at the horror festival and asked is there anyone out there who likes horror? <laughs> and number one was, as you mentioned, when you said Jaws is shite and we instantly lost the support of every single person in that crowd. So, and me as a friend. I mean, that's that's quite impressive though, isn't it? I mean, that's quite
0: a skill to manage all of that nonsense.
1: When I, when I heard we were doing the, the debate, I did think, we're going to fuck this up in some way. <laughs> I didn't think that you would fuck it up in such an astronomical way that I could get a top five out of it, but you done well.
0: Top six, actually. Oh, man. Duncan and Baz, I want... This
1: is publicly calling you
0: out. I want a rematch. I'll be in there with a clear head and I won't embarrass uh, Scotland versus Evil or Liam himself on this stage and we will win. So we just need to find some horror-based
1: event that's going on in Glasgow or in Scotland and hijack it. Get ourselves in there and get another debate in the go. The saddest part was at the end where they said... Do you think the podcast Under the Stairs won? Yay. Or do you think, do you think Liam Scotland... won? No, they said Liam because you had <laughs> They jumped ship. And I got like one pity clap and booze. Yeah. My entire life has been <laughs> leading up to being a solo artist on stage at Classic <laughs> Grand getting booed. Fucking... I, app- I do apologise for that. It, it was depressing. So, if you were there, if you enjoyed it, let us know. There's a few new folk in the group who I think uh, were in the audience. And if you'd like to see maybe a future crossover episode or us taking the podcast Under the Stairs versus Evil The Drunken Tour out on the road which I think should happen. Dunkey, think, Dunkey and Baz haven't said anything but we're going to try to force them into this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a laugh. Uh, yeah, let us know. Yep, and uh, just a thanks if, if any of you are new listeners from the weekend thanks
0: for everybody that came to the table. Kind of spent time chatting with us, took business cards, stickers. If you bought anything from us, that's brilliant. And to the winners of the raffle, we met a guy called Antonio, studying physics PhD. Just like I was like, you're way more intelligent than I am. He won. <coughs> excuse me. He won the prize drawing the first day. The first day, and he came back and spoke to us the second. I said, oh, how did you like the prize?" Now I'm not going to do the accent. He's from Mexico, Yucatan. Um, so I'm not going to. Offend him any more than we already did. So the price was just a box of ten DVDs. Yeah, random not, DVDs, DVDs, crappy DVDs, and uh, there was two boxes that he could have chosen chosen from, and he picked the one he come back up and says I said, how did you how did you like your, your prize? Oh, it was good. Um, some of the DVDs are a bit racist, and I was like, oh fuck! What, what was it? He says um, chupacabra. I was like, oh my god! I thought, what are the chances that the only guy from Mexico buys the the culturally offensive DVD right after? And I was like, oh, so apologies for that, Antonio, but hopefully
1: it's a good film anyway. I makes want to actually watch it to see yeah. is it is it racist? Because I genuinely just thought it was a horror movie about a Mexican ghost goat. <laughs> I think it was it's, pro- it's probably
0: Kind of like that movie White Settlers With Pollyanna McIntosh Who we know that Baz has got a thing for And I can kind of Half see it In a kind of Lloyd Christmas Fringy Huge mouth And a lot of teeth way But Yeah um, <laughs> She's in a movie called White Settlers it's on Netflix and it's so like offensive to Scottish people within the first 10 15 minutes. I don't know if I spoke about it in the last episode or not, but. You told me. Aye. Oh, God, I was so offended just by the nonsense they, they spoke. So maybe well, it's, that movie's
1: like that. Now you know how Antonio feels. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> uh, so this week for episode 54, we're back on track. It's Scott's Pick and he has chosen. 28 Days Later. Directed by Danny Boyle, starring. Killian. Cillian Murphy, although Lena's friend once called him Silly Old Murphy. Silly Old think? Murphy, oh, I <laughs> and, like that. And now that I, can't, I can't see his name without calling him Silly Old Murphy. Silly old, I think we should call him Silly Old Murphy from uh, now on. And Brendan Gleeson. Oh yeah, one of the greatest actors of Britain's ever produced. Naomi Harris and Christopher Eccleston. So will we give a synopsis? Everyone's seen it. I'll give the synopsis, um, regardless. Anyway, four weeks after a mysterious incurable virus spreads throughout the UK, a handful of survivors try to find sanctuary. Quite a short synopsis, but I think it okay, sums it up. That sums Perfect. It, up pretty much. it starts off with um, some people breaking into a lab to try and free
0: some um, test monkeys. And uh, uh, one of the actors, British actor I forget his name, comedian, recognise for panel from shows. Alan Partridge. Yeah.
1: He's a guy who he says, Smell my cheese <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well in this movie he says, They're infected, don't let them out. Honestly, it's a bad idea, don't <laughs> let them out. And then these fucking idiots with Peter come in and fucking break them open and serve themselves
1: right. It kinda makes you think though like, they've been told and it's a bit like I don't mean to offend them, but vegetarians or vegans more so that they really want to hammer at home that they're they're vegans and they've got to save these animals saving these animals these monkeys will kill you in this movie yeah don't fucking let them out and they were told they, they that. still do it yeah they were told it. just fucking eat meat stop disregarding
0: rules eat meat enjoy it, life yeah because it wasn't like they were told off a guy who was saying no please it's my work it's my life's work don't let these monkeys go he said don't open the fucking cage they are infected we're virus
1: that monkey will sexually abuse <laughs> you don't fucking open it and yet they've opened it and then that fucking kickstarts this madness so does it cut from this point to silly old silly old Murphy's dick silly old Murphy is lying in bed waking up from a coma he's
0: like dead coloured though isn't he like he's, the colour of his skin is just like dead he's, and he's skinny as well so he looks as if he's been dead for you well like you know how later on when you see the dead bodies lying in the bed yeah. that's like kind of exactly what he looks like, it's like grey grey dead <laughs>
1: He's I don't know, dick, I don't just know. flopping off to the side. I don't know if his skin's very coloured. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, I, read, I read for that scene, he ordered a closed set insisted on a closed set. Oh, really? So that means that nobody's on set except cameraman and director, is that right? Mm-hmm. As little people as possible. Yeah. So, what, I mean, what benefit does that get when in a couple of months after you've shot it, it's going to be in a fucking 40-foot screen? If it's a closed set, then it doesn't shrink because you're not really as embarrassed. After, because if you're watching yourself. Be a dick out on the screen it's less embarrassing than being actually in a room you are a dick out aye right the way so. you nearly had you your dick out <laughs> in Jamaica
1: Street the whole night there look <laughs> Baz wanted to see my tattoos and I had to show him <laughs> <laughs> uh, so old so Murphy wakes up from a coma uh, I can't remember when the reveal is but it turns out that he was a a bicycle kind of yep postman. I've written here you don't get to know why he's in hospital but then they do actually tell you later on and he had a traffic accident so he's woke up and London is empty empty Everything's gone. It's that iconic scene. I'm going over Tower Bridge, seeing Parliament, seeing everything, and it's just fucking, just nothing. Just a bomb wasteland. Did you
0: read White? How they done it? Uh, no. They shot. Um, I think it was over a couple of days, but they shot London, uh, down at uh, four a.m. for one hour on several days, and um to get all the kind of shots they needed, like mm-hmm. all the different locations. And they said that obviously they thought that drivers that were out there, including clubbers trying to get home, mm-hmm. would be angry. And some of them, some of them were. Uh, so they got a bunch of hotbirds to ask them to wait. And what? worked. worked. Uh, and one of them was uh, Danny Boyle's daughter. Just <laughs> <laughs> so, apparently true. So Danny Boyle pimping out his own daughter. There? But did you see there was um there is one person visible when he's walking around London, and it must be like an game or something last night. But I didn't. It it's more. like way up. The, it's like one of the scenes where you can see right up the street, and there's a there's like a, a what you can assume is a man with a like black, black jacket on, so maybe like a homeless man or a be old man mm-hmm. or whatever. But it's that far in the distance that he's just kind of stumbling. That it could be argued that it's an infected that just doesn't know uh-huh. that silly old
1: muffy's there. But it could also it's not really a continuity thing because it's London. There probably as a lot of survivors as you find out. Aye. So that could just be a survivor. Yeah, of course. That's in the background. It's not, it's, it's somebody that's wandering on the set, it's but, a it's, it's, uh, but it doesn't it doesn't
0: take away from the scene because it's not as like, it's like clearly like somebody watching it, it's somebody that's just like, fuck your close set, man, I'm going to my work. It's a homeless man smell uh. that smelled like Danny was drinking <laughs> <laughs> out his daughter. They also, there's a scene where they're driving the motorway, and that was closed on a Sunday between 7am and 9am, and the police slowed the traffic on both directions mm-hmm. uh, and then cut it off, obviously, at a junction. And, um, and if you look at the scene where they're driving along the motorway in the background, it's like a line, and it's like smudge, it's like blah. Mm-hmm. That's obviously where like the blockade mm-hmm. was, So that's where, as far back as you can see. Kind of like when they put Vaseline on the, the wheels of the hovercraft in Star Wars, um, the land speeder. No, that was actually... Oh, night. that was actually hovernike, yeah. actually.
1: <laughs> yeah. Don't fucking start changing the subject. They also,
0: that two hours they had in the motorway, they used ten cameras, and they take it one minute of footage.
1: Mm-hmm. I think it's something's really really broke you. You're, you're away doing all your research now. I'm doing a lot of research, yeah. When I first watched Twenty Days Later, years and years ago, I think I got it in a pirate copy because I was young and illegal, who cares? And because it's shot in like digital video, I think it was one of the first movies that was completely shot in that. Mm. It, it looks really kinda of nasty and gritty. And I think the pirate version was obviously even worse. So I never enjoyed it until well, rewatching it for this I've got a whole new appreciation for what it is. Is this tended to keep happening in the podcast? But I really like the way It was shot back then I never paid attention to it whereas now it's like it actually makes it scarier it's slightly found footage but not not just daft in your face it's kind of documentary style and I think Danny Boyle is a fucking genius for deciding to do that Mm -hmm. that's my point
0: (laughs) no I I I agree I think I mean it's like when you find out Stuff like that, the, the the choices that was made, you can see that the director and a lot of directors will put a lot of thought into the different scenes and stuff they use. But like I think Danny Boyle is one of the ones that puts proper thought in. Like, I did find some of my information, in my research was through like the kind of trivia parts mm-hmm. of IMDb, and there's so many just wee trivia's about this scene with this that like when he's picking up the money on the steps when he's first like walking about London. Uh-huh. Uh was inspired because Danny Boyle's seen a scene from some other war, like some other like chaos that happened somewhere else. The scene where they're hiding behind the windows, like when they block the gas station and the windows mm-hmm. all blow out, that was inspired by a forty-eight scene of um, during the bombings in, in Ireland. There was a scene where uh, there was a woman, a dead body holding a baby at one point, and that was inspired by a forty-eight scene of some other like terrible tragedy. It was like dead, dead body, woman grabbing onto a kid, it's it was like so. Him. There's a lot of thought in all of these things. It's mm-hmm. not just like for effect or or anything else. It was um, that is why he's an Oscar-winning director, do Well, that's
1: true. They don't just ask anybody to do the London opening <laughs> ceremony do they? for the Olympics. Don't. Uh, this is the bit as well where the fucking buying soundtrack really comes in. It's been building ever so slowly, and then it just hits like a massive crescendo. Is he sees that wall he missing people, mm-hmm. and silly so Murphy kind of works out what's going on. And then I'm on iTunes. I was like, "I'm gonna have to buy this soundtrack." Cause I forgot how fucking good it is. It's one of
0: those songs that's iconic as well. We were sitting. Me and Lauren were sitting the other week, and. Um, just around Halloween, and uh, we were talking about movie soundtracks, and I think we were watching Halloween, which was so iconic. And I was like, oh, sometimes I get mistaken with Exorcist. Mm-hmm. And she started playing me like intros to different ones, and because I was trying to tell her what the Saw song was like, uh-huh. and how that's iconic, you can, re- you can recognise that, uh, uh, like a couple of notes. And then she was playing it, and she played this one, and I was like, I got that, like pretty much away. because it does lead in. And I don't know if it's a, if it's just
1: used for this film. I think it was done for this film, yeah. I don't think it was it was done it was for this film. Uh, on- or just new yeah, It was before. unheard of before, before this film. But it's iconic yeah. with this yeah. film now. So then Sally Murphy realizes what's happened. There has been this rage virus has spread around and you get 20 seconds. If you get bit, you get 20 seconds before you turn. He then finds a church where the church has got their dead bodies, which I think is also one of those scenes where he's seen it from the war photos yeah. that you're talking about. And uh, a priest comes at him. Scene uh, basically your first zombie or infected uh, reveal in the film, is it not? It no. is the first. Well, he's looking down into the kind of pulpit, and one of the infected
0: sits up, oh, so and that's do. like a right mm-hmm. creepy because it's like hears him, and he's just like that. Fuck quit! But then the first person to get to him is the obviously that's the priest, and that's the first one he sees up close. Um, and that's 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 one of these kind of films, right? Because I'm, as you know, I'm as kind of zombie purist. <laughs> that's my my genre. I do enjoy it, so I allow this movie to be called classed a zombie movie, even though they run and even though technically they're not like zombies in the terms of dead bodies reanimated, they are still alive. Like, it would still be me and you, but just mm-hmm. like this rage virus just puts rage to the forefront, and there's no logical thinking whatsoever. It's just attack, attack, attack. And I think that's pretty much what the the virus is in this one. But it's that whole first experience. Like, when do you know that it's okay to start killing human beings that are like attack Like, obviously, you wouldn't rather try to attack you, but uh-huh. like, when do you see that it's like the, like, I mean you know, he's, he's had a pretty good run up to get to the point where he's at like that the world's going to shit but from waking up in a coma having to get used to it all happening it's the same as um, The Walking Dead obviously that's like the way that started it's also <sighs> the same, it was also the same as which came before both uh Day of the Triffids uh-huh. and this is I've not seen that it's only from reading the um, from the 40s or 50s yeah, it's only from reading the um, trivia mm. it's, it's almost 20 days later it's very 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 similar same. to Day of the Triffids Wakes up in a coma. London's already kind of evacuated. Has to try and find his way to get to safety and meet soldiers who aren't actually good. Yeah. it's pretty much the same film. Only this is up to date, modern, better, and uh, it's a virus rather than aliens. But I uh, so back to my point, like to, to, to realize that you need to kill humans mm-hmm. who, who are, are infected. Like they will kill you unless you kill them. Like to see that that is the society is fully fallen and it's like it's proper chaos. To have that I mean what would
1: you how would you even comprehend that happening? Do how you, could you work that out? Do you think you need like society needs to have fallen to do that? If a guy was covering blood and running at me like a wild dog, I'd kill him. Well a whether I, I knew society had fallen or I wouldn't kill him, I'd I'd get eaten straight away but I'd try kill him. I think but that's that's the thing, isn't it? It's like yeah, you would you would self there would be self defence and you would try
0: and protect yourself and all the rest of it, but like you would just need how quickly it would it happen obviously 20 days is how quick it happens <laughs> but um, to know there's a scene in uh, Dawn of the Dead where there was a that character, exists by the way yeah <laughs> uh, there's a character played by David Crawford who was at one of the Weekend of the Dead things that I went to a couple of years ago and I met him and I was talking to him about his scene and it was only the first time when I was speaking to him about his scene that I realised how important it actually was and it was when he was pretty much telling all the people who were still watching television that this is for real like mm-hmm. now is the time to not go back to your job. Don't go to work tomorrow. Now is the time to say that if you see one of these things, you have to kill it. Like majority, of, this is this is exactly why society would fall because the majority of people would be like, oh, "What's going on?" They wouldn't do anything about it until it's all too late. Until they're mm-hmm. all infected with rage or they're all dead, and that's why you only get so many survivors because here people stay away. That's the first thing you should do in any mass mass. Hysteria. Panic, hysteria. Is stay away from it. Don't go looting, try and get yourselves a couple of loaves of bread and a pint of milk because you'll. It's not worth it. Stay inside until it all calms down. See if they say evacuate unless it's a nuclear bomb, which are fucked anyway. But see if they say evacuate to like, like I don't know, like halfway up the M8 or whatever, yeah. going towards M seventy four, heading towards Carlyle That's where the evacuation point is for everybody. Don't go because it'll just be fucking panic. You've yeah. seen even deep impact when they try to get away from the thing and they're just all stuck in traffic jams. That's what you'll we'll be. You'll we'll be stuck in traffic jams with folk getting annoyed and cranky and fucking raging and road rage and they'll be all punching fuck at each other and raping each other. And that's just in the fucking first twenty minutes. So that's exactly what I want to be safe so kicks. Off. But stay in your house until only the week are all taken away. And then you can be I was gonna say only the week are left and then you can like you know, repoil in you and you're just wait your minions. But you know what I mean? You stay away
1: yeah, from yeah. stay away from people. But how quickly do you think kinda of going your quick going with your question? how quickly do you think you would last in this, this situation Sally Murphy's in before you have to go do your token I'm left myself shite seriously we're say like when you're, in, you're somewhere you shouldn't be you're in the middle of London it's empty you're going to you, you need a shite the same as, yeah. w- as we talked about a few episodes ago where if you break into a house or somebody breaks into a house not you if somebody breaks into a house they, they usually shit somewhere because it's somewhere they shouldn't be how do you think you'd go over to a bridge or do you think you'd sit somewhere like just outside the hospital on a wee shite.
0: I would probably. I mean, you see, if you're walking around London, right? Even if you're walking around Glasgow, because we know it well, on whatever day you think it's supposed to be when you wake up with your coma, would you think instantly there's something wrong? See if there was nobody, or would you think fuck it must be like three in
1: the in a, like a summer's no, morning. I've watched too many movies, so I, I, like even if <laughs> the road was quiet for like five seconds, I'd instantly assume something was wrong. Like if you see no people,
0: like how long would it be? Would you before you be like would you be worried or would you instantly just write these shit? 10 seconds I'd, uh, ten, <laughs> ten
1: I'd be shiting I think if it, was Gla- if it was Glasgow just for a laugh I'd scale see the horse at George, <laughs> uh, down through George Square it's a famous kind of guy on a horse and somebody's put a traffic cone on him and it's like an iconic thing in Glasgow I'd lift the traffic cone off have a wee shite under it put the <laughs> traffic cone back just in case society came back somebody would be like who the fuck got a man shat <laughs> under that traffic cone it was me where would you say? I would, put it depends where I kind of, was
0: or not. I'd maybe just say by like, in the centre of Glasgow. Um, either so no, everything's still open. I'd maybe like go into. Um,
1: well, maybe not if it's early in the morning. Then sure. no, let's pretend all the shops are shut. Oh, they depend. can't be because they get into a supermarket at one point. Right all shops are open.
0: Hey, I maybe going to the gallery modern art just a wee jobbing the floor.
1: Just the any anyway, uh, in next to like, the, right the wall, so it's part of the exhibits. It's probably a good place to go as well and hide out because all the zombies that are in there are going to be like boring twats. So they're not going to get you. Anyway, back to the movie. So
0: he says that he can go. He meets him. Um, two characters. Um, is it Selena and is it Mark? Uh, Mark and Selena, the gas um, mask gang. They help him out when he's getting chased by his first experience with the uh, the infected. Who and that's probably when I would die because like Zombieland taught us and like I've never really worked out is um, cardio. Uh-huh. Is, is you know your first line of defence these fucking fast zombies especially the athletic ones would catch me and I'd be dead uh-huh. so, so that'd be me deed. but anyway he's, he can run fast than them and these two characters help him throw fucking uh, like petrol bombs, bombs that, and or blow or them yeah. up and then set the whole f- uh, petrol station
1: on fire explode it I can't believe um, you skipped the bit where Mark meets him it's my favourite joke of all time when he says about the the man walks into a bar that's after that's after they get away from the
0: once they block the petrol station then they get into a shop that's Quiet and safe And they shut it up And that's oh, when they safe it? to talk yeah. Sorry Continue what you're
1: saying
0: <laughs> uh, So they blow up the petrol station Then they find a place That's quiet and safe to talk
1: And then he <laughs> says uh, A man walks into a bar Leaves his Oh he has a giraffe Walks into a bar And I actually can't believe it, I mean, I can't <laughs> A man walks into a
0: bar With a giraffe And he orders him a couple of pints And they start drinking And the giraffe passes out On the floor And then the man goes to leave and the barman goes Oh you can't leave that line there no
1: it says are you going to leave that oh. line yeah, it says it's not a line it's a giraffe yeah. the way I tell it though the giraffe's outside and he's bringing pints out because that's likely none of it is likely yes you can't <laughs> get a giraffe in a bar unless it's a really tall bar that might be aye, but the bar's then got to be like three floors Maybe so I you've got up. to go to the top bar to give your giraffe a drink even though the giraffe's in the bottom floor so I'm doing these three floors it's like, why the fuck is there just parts of a giraffe it'd be like much easier if you took like an emu in or something aye or any other animal like a panda you believe to leave that pandas going to fit in the door it's in a it. lion it's a panda what? the panda's not going to fit in the door because the door's got to be really white
0: because pandas are like big bears also will fit in the door but
1: a fucking giraffe <laughs> no exactly a lion wouldn't fit in the door either a lion would fit in the door it's my favourite joke but it just doesn't make a lot of sense does it? <laughs> <laughs> so then Jim decides oh well he wants to go home and see if his family are alive Selena is a bit of a cold-hearted bitch and she's yeah. like they're definitely dead but did you did yeah. you find out her, you don't find out her backstory do you you do you, you find do. out that later on it's like her mum and dad kill her brother and she kills him there's something yeah, she, sort she, killed her, she
0: killed her mum and dad to save her brother but then found out her brother was already infected yeah that's exactly so, what it is so she's, she knows about just killing people and, and moving on from them which we find out when uh, does Mark get infected before we go hit the house no he gets infected at the house I, I so I, they go back to silly old Murphy's house and this is one of the scenes that I like in the terms of like a fallen society. He goes into his mum and dad's bedroom and they've killed themselves. They've taken an overdose of pills and, and alcohol and they've both died together like a suicide pact holding his picture. To which on the back they've written something like, our uh, dear boy Jim, we left you, in the both sleeping. Now we're just sleeping with you, Man. don't wake up. Um. So because one my, of my first notes was, do we know why he's in a coma? Because obviously it must have just happened because his parents aren't there. But then Aye. obviously that's explained that they've just thought, we need just let's just go and kill ourselves Aye. and be with him, whatever. But that whole it reminds me again, and I know we went not but it reminds me of that whole promo for the, the Walking Dead at the beginning where he, um, you know, they they set up the scene of the the farmers, the farmer and his wife, and they had it was at San Diego Comic Con and they set up like the, the inside of the house, and the wife was blown up to bits like along the floor, and the farmer had shot himself in the head, and he's just sitting with the blood all the wall, but the wrote, "Please forgive us." or God forgive us on the no, because they would kill themselves mm-hmm. because they couldn't handle the end of society. And it's just their bodies left lying, like, that's it, and left lying to rock in that preserved moment that they, the last moment they have seen. And nobody knows. So you walk in, like, obviously, Cellular Murphy knows that that's his parents and we can work out what they did, but just the whole idea that their story then then stops, but there are survivors' stories continuing on. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think you really get the emotional weight of it in a movie I think you do need a TV show where you're invested in characters
1: over this course of like what is now like, obviously on the show that I'm talking about eight years but I do wish there would just been a show out a zombie show that's actually quite interesting and exciting to watch so I can get invested <laughs> in it then but, but you know what I mean like but like if I wish I could get invested in characters
0: in length in, in movies like this. The only, I think the only character I ever get invested in that I cried when they died was Marley for Marley and me <laughs>
1: But that's a that's a given. Everybody. I, cry, I cry at the end of Home Alone too. Every time he hugs his mum <laughs> under the Christmas tree, I don't even know why. Because like you greeting about dad. My mum's <laughs> still alive and she's fine. <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> there's a the Christmas song by Tim Minchin
0: makes me greet every year <laughs> because he's like um he's talking about going home to Australia and the chorus is like because I'll be seeing my dad <laughs> and I'm like because oh, it's always the mum you're going to see so it's like she was just
1: like that I'm like fucking wailing up. Is there a wee part of you that if you were in this position maybe not a silly old Murphy's position just say you're a, a, a random say you're you and the world had done that you went into a house and there was two people lying in bed holding a photo would you take the photo in your hand and do a wee shite in the hand just for a laugh <laughs> so then somebody would come back and I go why are they why are they two dead people if, if, lying it's, just, here? if it's just random if I, you were just, in just a, a couple of wee shite if you had just looked I you
0: don't then- know. I think I would have respect for the dead still. You don't even have re- no, no, no. It no, depends no. how long. I suppose it depends. But they, this is still pretty new for Sillywood Murphy's like experience. Not because of his parents, but he, he's not really seen that many dead bodies yet, has he? So maybe, ah, he's still- maybe at one point you start to get a bit creative with it, Like put her hand on <laughs> his trousers isn't it? And to- make her hold a wee It'd be real well funny. Stick both hands up each other's buttholes, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> so after he says his a wee cry about his parents, they um, tell him to put on some clothes and he's looking, he finds that he's watching old 8 millimeters of his parents, him as a kid, Uh his uh, his parents, and I totally fucking forgot about the jump scare when he's watching that because I shat it. Like, he calls him like Mr Murphy or something or Mr Rogers, it's the neighbour, but his his age comes fucking right in (laughs) through the window and I absolutely
1: shat it. The movie's got a lot of good jump scares that even after however long this is, like fucking, what, 15 years, Yeah. The jump scares are still yeah. hard hitting. They're still they still get you, even though yeah. they're iconic. You still shit yourself yeah. every time it happens.
0: Then I don't know if it helped for me because I was watching it without Lorna in the house, so I had the volume and the sound bar and
1: the like the bass like, uh, through a bung, so it was like proper loud. <laughs> uh, Mark gets bitten. Yep, by the neighbor, and this is where you find out Selena is a proper cold-hearted yep, bitch. Brought, um, Selena, don't mess. Just gets a machete and hacks him to death instantly, which is good because it's not get the. The usual zombie cliches where, oh my god, one is is bitten, What are we going to do? All oh, right, well we've got loads of time to think about what we're going to do. While you deteriorate in this movie, you get fucking twenty seconds kill. Him. That's it. That.
0: I've got. I've, that's my. I've got that note somewhere else as well that I'll try and. Uh... In fact, I think that's just my next couple of notes. um basically, like one eye, because it's like you don't get any time. And the difference with these fast zombies is that um, that one can kill you. Mm-hmm. and you know what I mean like you can get you get no time to think to even sort yourself out before you're attacked and so like if like if you're bitten you're like pretty much you don't get any type of think to grieve to mourn you're turned into one and you're after me like almost instantly whereas like dead reanimated slow zombies it's the amount of them that'll kill you As you can't escape them it's not like it's not a single entity They're, they are a, a, like a massive massive threat together do you know what I mean so it's like you, 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 can, you need to group them all together as Whereas, like, one of these fast zombies will chase after you and chase you until they catch you or you get uh-huh. away from them. One zombie can be outside the front front garden and you can get away from it and that's it, that's no longer a threat. But the ten that are
1: already out the back garden are, are the threat, do you know what I mean? So that's why... Is that Have you then just argued against yourself with how fast-moving zombies aren't as good as the slow ones? Because, to me, that sounds like fast-moving zombies are way better. No, fast-moving
0: zombies... Slow-moving zombies are much better. They make for a much better movie, a much better idea, and a much better TV show. Fast-moving zombies, it's... um, It's like...
1: It's more hard-hitting because 20- you've got such a short time and they're running, and it's the 20 seconds you're counting down to, all right, we're fucked. Everything has to happen quickly, and your heart races way more at that than... All right, there's one coming at the end of the road. We've got about fucking thirty five minutes to have a wee shite here and walk down the road and get away from. In
0: in in this movie, it is the I think it's done really really well. Like I really think this is this is one of my favourite kind of zombie genre movies. Even if it's not technically zombies, whatever you know, you all got purists who'll argue more than I will about uh-huh. what is and what isn't. Um, but it's like I like to witness a proper fall in society. But with this movie, it makes me like the way I envision it. It wouldn't it wouldn't happen the way I w- I am envisioning it. It would probably happen like this movie does if it was like a pandemic or an outbreak or whatever. You're envisioning it the slow walking dead way. I'm envisioning it that I've got loads of time to go and investigate all my neighbours who and do the <laughs> shites everywhere. It would be like, it would actually be like 28 days later, it would be bleak and it would be stressful and it would be difficult. Stressful. That,
1: that is an, an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking of all the places that you can shite sometimes <laughs> gets a bit stressful. So, Selena and... Jim our our main guy Sally Old Murphy are sitting talking and she offers him a can of Lilt and I don't think I've ever seen Lilt a product placement in a movie and I fucking love Lilt and it makes me like this movie 10 points more but he he denies the Lilt because he gives you that
0: weird feeling in the back of your throat and asks for a tango. no it
1: it doesn't give you that weird feeling in the back of your throat it's a fucking perfect hangover cure and Also, he's just out of coma, so I can forgive him for not taking the lilt. But anybody else that doesn't take the lilt is a pair of it. So, really, he's, he's, he's you
0: know what? Like, see if you're sitting in that situation, you'd just be like, I hey, get a juice, like, don't what are we fanning the book for I'm picking on my juice. But I'd be like, How oh, you silly old Murphy, you dick. Have you take the lilt because that's I'm offering you
1: my juice here? I wouldn't, I wouldn't ever offer them lilt. I'd drink it on myself, but like, you could have Fanta or Tango or some one of the shader ones, Sprite. Sprite, aye, definitely not know in your house if you're getting <laughs> offered Sprite. Uh, so is this day where they
0: meet this the yeah, father daughter be, yeah Brendan Gleeson and a girl who's went on to be some kind of gothic
1: pop singer but it's not done that well. no, not done that well uh, so Brendan Gleeson plays like a big friendly just father figure yeah. uh, and Frank and his daughter who doesn't really say much I like, think she's got no. like one one memorable yeah, she line really
0: have a, it's probably like that's probably the questionable part of this whole movie is, is her acting at times as well but we'll give it the benefit of the doubt she's technically a child actor so we expect to get away it, get sh-
1: of it. Uh, and you have like a wee celebration that they've managed to find find each other in amongst all this turmoil did you hear about like when this was filmed yeah yeah the scene yeah so it was filmed the day of September 11th and Danny Boyle thought it was really kind of weird and eerie that they were trying to film this celebration scene just after what had happened which I think when you know that, when you watch that scene, you can see it in them because it really fucking adds to it because it's like we're celebrating a little... We know we shouldn't. In, right. Inside, like there's really nothing to celebrate right now, but we're trying to put a brave face on it. I think it works perfect once you know that. Yeah.
0: They also would say that that scene at the start of the movie, you said about the wall, all well, the things he sees in London when he kind of works out there's some majors went down. Were, there were some complaints because that was reminiscent of people leaving messages for their loved ones that were lost in front mm-hmm. of and he said, look, well, this happened after it was all filmed and like, it was part of our movie but if I hadn't shot that scene yet and then then 11 happened, I wouldn't have filmed the same scene. That's a good way to bat it off, isn't it? <laughs> well, if...
1: <laughs> if I hadn't already filmed it, then I wouldn't. Oh, cool. Cheers mate. <laughs>
0: so I've, I've kind of jumped forward quite a bit because when you, when you meet them in their house... They've, they've kind of barricaded up in a high-rise flat, which has since been demolished in real life, um, and they're, they're, there's no water left. Mm-hmm. They, um, he's got buckets on the roof trying to catch water, but it's not rained, so they're like, we can't stay here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they have a week kind of back and forth about how Selena's not really wanting to group up because she doesn't want to... Really, she doesn't want to lose anybody again, mm-hmm. but she doesn't want to take responsibility for a child and an old man. Like, Because when you look at them, you think, well, how... Yeah. How much are they going to help me in a
1: situation? I'm, I'm a badass with a machete. Use might be slow or they're just baggage. Vulnerable, yeah. Um, There's probably a bit in her as well. Doesn't want to, because she knows eventually she's going to have to face up to killing a dad in front of the daughter or the daughter in front well, of the dad. That's, it. I think she doesn't want to go through
0: the losing yeah. people again. I think that's the the biggest thing. But they decide to go for it. He's a taxi driver, so he's got a, a London black hat. Kind of way they go, and, and that's when you get, get more racing they go to the tunnel and he says um, should we go through it and she says aye and silly old Murphy says no that's a bad idea <laughs> let's stay where the light is and Brendan Gleeson goes ah nah fuck it and he just drives <laughs> through the tunnel
1: <laughs> but that's where this movie gets the only kind of really ridiculous thing yep. is because the taxi just starts driving aye. everywhere well, I, like fucking chitty chitty bang aye, I know <laughs> That's there, there's no way that taxi could go it's like wreckages
0: of cars and also different things but he f- somehow managed to find like a path over the top of it and it's like no. It, it's, a, it's a good scene but it wouldn't work no it would never work in a fucking million years unless there was an actual physical track built there was no which obviously there was a physical track built for it to actually happen but in the terms of what's supposed to happen in the film it would never, it never
1: fucking black cab taxi drivers wouldn't even got my street can't even get a fucking speed bump to my house and have a little man fucking earn the token, oh, a couple of motors a, a lot of that though I think it's just because you spoke that much shit to them in the taxi <laughs> so like, I can't even go any further and make <it> out. <laughs> and you've whited it up the back window so that's then the, I, Another iconic scene Where the shadows Of all the infected Are running through the tunnel Which is tense as fuck Even yeah. now It's still yeah. So fucking dark And tense And foreboding And it gives you the chills And it's oh, you get Chills And thinking think about it It's yeah, scary It's no, a really good Really good scene I think Do you so think this was So terrifying When it came out Because of the nine eleven 11 thing See because the whole Western world Were reeling that Shit's going to hit the fan maybe that's because this was quite be. realistic that could be why yeah. it's scary I never thought about it at the time Think about it now. Um, Stephen King counts it as one of his favourite things so he rented really? a whole movie theater to watch it, when it, when it even though out. no wayne get touched up <laughs> so I know that's his favourite thing not touching up Wayne's just to write about. I know Wayne nearly get touched up Wait, on this true. oh yeah so it does um, so where are you now because I'm about to say, say goodbye to Brendan Gleeson so we then find the army compound they, f- mm. they follow the radio chatter to a safe place just north or south in Manchester I can't remember I think it's north because it's meant to be Cumbria but I it think is. it was that uh, it was something to do with
0: it was Cumbria that they say on the phone at the end like the walkie-talkie in the uh, flyover but in the uh, trivia if you went wherever many miles they're supposed to go you would have ended up Sunderland or Northumberland or something but it's not where they're supposed to be but it is even right. though it also looks like they're in that like glen in Scotland oh, yeah. but
1: you know, right. So they get to this army compound where the Christopher Eggleston mm-hmm. character, the general and but we don't meet any of them yet Still not meet
0: any of them? No I and thought you met them No, the, it's deserted and it's like dead bodies and stuff and Brendan Gleeson's raging and he goes and kicks the, the crow that's eating at a dead soldier. still
1: hungover over for fucking Sunday <laughs>
0: And as he kicks the dead soldier's head or the kind of wall that the dead soldier's leaning over against up the mm. top a drop of blood drips out from either the soldier or the crow we're not sure who's infected it lands in his eye, and he's like to his daughter, "I'm sorry for losing my temper, but don't come anywhere near me." Yeah. And she's like, "What?" He's like, "I love you," and then she's always to walk forward. He's like, "No, get away from me! Get away from me!" And then it's like you're like, "Shit!" Here we fucking That's it. He's go. Turning. And it's like it's sad when Brendan Gleason dies, but I said we don't get a lot of time to process any of the emotions. And I think it's like I said before, deaths in movies are never that emotional. I don't think, but like this film, like he's turning right in front of his daughter's eyes, and Selina's telling. Jim to get on with like to be as ruthless as she uh-huh. is and bash him to death with a baseball bat and this is when we meet soldiers they come popping up and they shoot Brendan Gleeson yeah, they do. a lot of times and uh, next thing you know they're in the truck
1: and they're away to the mansion you're like well, fuck I don't even have any time to even process what even happened I think that's good because it doesn't fall into the zombie cliche where it is so slow and you're thinking you're spending all your time thinking oh it's sad to miss Brendan Gleeson you're just right on to the next bit and at the end of the movie you go fuck Brendan listen, died oh fuck he died fuck she died and yeah. I think it's way it's way more hard hitting than yeah. any zombie movie that's came before or an infection movie yeah when we meet the soldiers once we're in the, the the mansion
0: and this is something that comes up all the time in apocalyptic movies because it's, it's something that would happen for real you need to fear the people that are left quite quickly mm-hmm. like I think it takes a while well before you properly see the sinisterness of the soldiers but I get, even as soon as he's in, like we see, silly—they're all like to take a shower because they've got like, oh, hot water. So silly old Murphy's looking at the window, and there's a couple of soldiers messing about, playing with a taxi, like just disrespecting it completely. Uh, and you just instantly feel, I don't even really like to be aye. in this group, and it's like five or six guys, like soldiers, or maybe even more. There's maybe seven or eight of them. I can't. I can't remember. And it's like, is it a gaggle of soldiers. Yes, <laughs> and it's like they're a wee bit intense because they're all kinda like. You know, soldiers like dickheads yeah. So like You know what I mean But they're trained to be dickheads They're supposed to be aggressive And a bit Fucking like, wait, Let's go for it to shoot down Thanks for it oh. Thank you Thank you for your service we we, we, we we love it But do you know what I mean Like that, that kind of um, uh, Stereotype of a soldier Being ready to fight Or like being,
1: I think if you have a full Unless you are an actual soldier If you have a full Camouflage Suit In your house You're either a paedophile yeah. A rapist Or a murderer so a soldier is all three? <laughs> no, a soldier... Only, a soldier at war
0: gets away with everything, so a they're not only... technically not paedophiles or rapists, <laughs> they're
1: just doing their civic duty, I get it. A soldier wears it at work. See guys that like, go walking dogs and they've got a full fucking camouflage jacket, pants and a hat? Yeah. You're like, right, come on, you're a beasting somebody. What are you doing? Aye. Stop it. <laughs> Definitely. So... Uh,
0: Christopher Eccleston shows him round about all the house. Now, I don't know if this is when he reveals to him the, the sinister intentions, but he all, he does reveal to him... I forget the name of the soldier with the column. It's one of the soldiers who died who got the infection, and they've tied him up outside. Uh huh. And they tied him with a chain around his neck, and it's a complete reference to Day of the Dead. Uh-huh. It's bub. But it's scarier than bub. But it's also <laughs> the guy who who gets loose later on, like when they all get their comeuppance, uh-huh. and that zombie is then referenced in Sean of the Dead. I don't know if you noticed that. You know how when he's um, he goes on the table to try and distract them all uh-huh. when they went to break at the pub, and you've got um, like the Welsh guy. Tyres Who was in space And stuff uh-huh. He gets a wee cameo There's the, the black guy It's looking like, He's got the eyes And the do him. And that's the same eye Like the look of the eyes And the same face Plus it's also a black guy So it's like you know, It's the same It's definitely a reference uh, In Shaun of the Dead To that To
1: that camera Sounds like a racist reference That you made in your head <laughs> Oh no It's definitely Total real Total racial it's connection def- Definitely real So then the soldiers Are kind of sniffing about The young lassie and yep, that's my kind of say, that.
0: the soldiers. The soldiers got raped real fast. Oh yeah, like proper
1: about to. They are going to beast this little girl, and then Selena fights him off, eh, and goes to give her value, and she's like, oh, uh, if, this you're, if you're going to get fucked and raped, probably for your first time, <laughs> you'd as well at your face. <laughs> she's the real lassie. Waiting wait, for wait, wait a, a touching moment there, Scott. <laughs> the real lassie's like, "What is this? To is this to kill me? Like as in the think we're going to try to overdose her." And Selena's like, no, it's just so you don't... Yeah. so you care less. Huh. And you're like, whoa, that's like... Selena knows you're getting raped whether you like it or not, but here I can maybe make it a wee bit better. And that's fucking... That's heavy, man. Yep. When, it, when that really sinks in, you're like, oh, that's nasty. It's like how... The, the way that I kind of feel
0: in the way that this is written, and I think this is written... Aroused? By, <laughs> <laughs> this is written, like, say, by a guy who knows what human rape? condition is like no, but do you know what I mean it's like the soldiers like I say the soldiers get raped real fast it's like fucking society we are just simmering over we're just on a rolling boil waiting for our turn to jump over the edge or to be unlucky enough to be taken out by someone who's jumped like that's like all the yeah. USA shootings or the religious attacks you know etc etc all these different guys who do jump over the edge and fucking shoot people Go out fucking daft there's so many people just simmering on the edge like fucking like, think just waiting till he's like shoot a rape
1: coke yeah so then, this when silly Old Murphy realizes what's going on and releases the the garden zombie. Yep. Bub- uh, or whatever his, whatever his name is in this one. Uh, and he basically then the zombies over this, so I keep the infected overrun the compound. Yep. and but my note's pretty much in there, well, they, there. Make, they make Jim act like he's infected when he's running about getting his revenge
0: like he's, he's, he's jerky and stuff when he's up the stairs like, quite and animalistic and, movements and, and, and it does they do obviously reference that as well when he comes in and the guy the the, the dickish the biggest dick soldier who threatens who says don't, don't try and fight me son when he puts him in the ground to begin with uh-huh. he comes in and he bashes his head like way off the wall and sticks his fingers in his eyes till he's dead exactly. then when he goes up to Selena, like that's then she's got a machete him because she thinks because that's what he's invented. acting that's what he totally and that's also part of the, the whole thing it's like the virus just enhances the rage that's inside everybody anyway like mm-hmm. to different levels you know and it's like just brings it all to the forefront everybody's got anger in them somewhere or other and uh, and it's like it properly comes out but um, <coughs> yeah well, that's kind of where my um, notes end as well did you watch the alternate ending? Uh, the alternate ending I don't
1: remember no
0: well I knew there was an alternate ending, but there was nothing on my DVD. So basically when my DVD ends is that they go to get in the taxi and Christopher Eccleston's waiting and he shoots him. And then the young girl reverses it and gets to get Bob pulls Christopher Eccleston out the back of the taxi. And then they jump in the taxi and drive away. Right. And then it says, uh, another 20 days later or something, it says at the bottom corner. And then it um, gives you a couple of flashes of them getting to a hospital and trying to revive Jim after they've been shot. And then it goes to them being in the Glen somewhere like up north right, aye. and uh, they've created a big sign saying hello uh, do you even have this this, isn't even all, this is the actual ending I've, I've,
1: got, I've got I've seen aye. that one
0: yeah so then she's sewing the big thing and Silly Murphy's talking to her and that and saying like how oh, you look good in that dress they put out the thing for the fighter jet that flies over the top and then they say oh do you think you saw us this time and then that's how it ends mm-hmm. the alternate ending is that they go to the hospital mm-hmm. spend a lot more time and they sh- like there's more scenes of like um, Selena shooting open the um, cupboards that are all locked, and uh, the young girl like reading out all the medicines like the diamorphine and all the different painkillers and different adrenaline and everything else. And she's like, I need this, we need that, and then she's like, I oh, know I need to take the bag off. He's not breathing, breathe, Jim, breathe. And she's screaming out, breathe, 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 and then he just like slumps over,
1: yeah, and they're that's crying.
0: It. And then the girl says, What do we do now? And she says, We move on. And then they walk out, and that's And it's and do you know what the alternate ending is? Is bleak. And it's probably more realistic, and I think I like it better. And they leave Jim, and that's again that whole thing because now Jim's story ends just lying in this hospital bed, uh-huh. and he's just left in this empty hospital. And then the next people who might be survivors or whatever come across, and like, well, I wonder how he ended up there. Yeah. And nobody will know because Selena and the girl have walked away. I'd prefer that ending. It's a, it, It's actually a better ending. It's very bleak and it's dark, and it's not as good as like having Jim's and the three of them survive and be
1: found. But what I dread was the the original ending when Danny Boyle was taking it to Fox or Universal, however it was, it ended, see where they're in the car, and it kind of stops, yeah, yeah, crashes, that was the ending, but then Fox said, no, we'll give you more money, and that's how then, the actual end sequence up north, uh-huh. is filmed totally differently, it's filmed in a nicer way, that you think, like it's not as gritty, it's it's kind of wide angle, and it's like, oh, everything is is better now, yeah. I think they should have just left it where, that bit in the car where they stop as if they've crashed and that's it make up your own minds because every day that watches it is going to think they're all fucked it, it should, it, as you say it shouldn't yeah. end happy yeah. but I think it should just end there I don't even think it should bother with that or stuff you should, suggesting you should look, that you should it should
0: look, die I watched the alternate ending on YouTube but it's only about 3 or 4 minutes long so get a watch and it's, I
1: think it's a better ending I think Very it's better, better leaving it up to you to decide do they die or do they not Yeah. rather than actually being told right, Jim dies yeah. or they don't die hmm. still good what do you give 28 days later um, British horror
0: scary innovative brilliant I gave it 8 rapy soldiers out of 10
1: I fucking hate a Greenway but uh, years ago when I first watched that, I'd give it a 5 I've never Probably. liked it I, I, I always really... preferred I'm surprised by that actually see the Return of the Lemonade part 2 episodes uh-huh. where I did like a top 5 zombie movie which I was wrong because there's zombies and there's infections yeah. and maybe one day I'll retract that top five and do another two top fives eh uh, I always preferred 28 weeks later but now watching it again having a better appreciation for it and seeing a lot of things Danny Boyle done that really were fucking hard hitting and make the movie the memorable kind of gem it is uh, I'd say an A and it's probably my favourite infection movie yeah. yeah which is amazing from where I was a five to now yeah it's fucking brilliant and know, the soundtrack the soundtrack's amazing Robert
0: Carlyle was supposed to be in um, I heard that I think he was supposed to be Christopher Christmas part but I don't know what happened he couldn't make it he'd have he been in. fucking brilliant in that role yeah but he was good in the second the sequel as so. well he was
1: but uh, Robert Carlyle should be in everything yeah. Thank you.
0: he's an outstanding actor right. talking about the soundtrack I forgot to mention when they go to the supermarket and you get that sweet wee tune do 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 do
1: do 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 do, 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 do,
0: do, do. What is that? And it comes in with different synthesizers and stuff to make it good. Uh, it's brilliant. Uh we're going to play it at the end <laughs> of <to> the <next> session. <laughs> that- Just
1: introduce yourself. You're listening uh-huh. to Scott, and, Scott and William versus Evil. William versus William, Scott, and William. Scott and William. William, like L I A M. Am I not saying that, William? Liam. William. 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 Um. William. No, it's like just like. No, L I A N. Liam. Yeah. Liam. Sorry, I am jet
0: These Lights are not helping. Uh, Scott and Liam
1: versus Evil. Yeah, I'm so sorry. That's good. Cool. By the way, I love your accent. I, I, I apologize <laughs> yeah, for making it seem like I can't understand you it because it's like our since we've been here, we're like obsessed with your accent. It's yeah, so gorgeous. it's not the easiest. Well, and I've only been doing this for a year, so yeah, I don't know how to articulate myself to inform people. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, we appreciate it so much, but sometimes I'm having. It. Okay, um, I thought you were spelling out the end of William. That's <laughs> okay. I got it now. Okay, ready? Yes. Hello, this is Amanda Fuller, and you are listening to Scott and Liam versus
0: Evil. Thank you very much. We'll so be happy with that. Uh, have you watched anything else? <laughs> Probably
1: not, because I watched. this <laughs> a full weekend been drunk and messy. I'm saying this because I know what you're going to say. I watched Stranger t- Things too, and wait till you tell wait till I tell you what happens more, now. Okay. I won't. Me. I
0: won't spoil it because. A, okay. I've not watched it yet. Wait, <laughs> because it's good. I, th- I personally think they should have stopped at one, like the first uh-huh. season. I think that the second was a cash in completely. Um... Again, all the characters are likeable for different reasons and at different parts, which is good. I can't take Winona Ryder seriously after watching her because I thought she was great in the first one. Because originally I thought, oh no, Winona Ryder can't take her seriously. And then she got really, really good towards the end of that season. And then she went on stage during the awards for Stranger Things and that whole pizza thing where she's floating oh, about yeah. like a nutter. I can't. Then I, oh, I see her. That and she's a thief. <laughs> yeah. And that's all I can see in the, in in the second one. There was this massive spoiler that was spoiled for me, but I won't spoil it for you. Good. And it was fucking. It doesn't take anything away from the episode that the spoiler happens in, but I would have preferred not to have known because it would have definitely been well. Shut the fuck up then. More <laughs> hard Um, but it's it's good. I mean, it's all the original cast you now. That's all all back again, obviously, except Barb because we obviously have seen her suffocate in the first. I month. thought she did come back. Ah no, she did. The people tried to bring her back, but she never. They just seen her dead body and just get her out. She was a crap character you know? <laughs> and um. And yeah, Sean Aston's in this one too, which is pretty right. cool. And uh see so when you do watch it, there's a really, really cool there's hundreds of references. Of course there are yeah. those, like eighties references just fucking that's the whole point of the show. But there's a really really good one. The, um see if you notice it. Right, okay. Uh but other than that, I don't think I've watched I have to wait till Lena comes back to watch it. Oh, I, I watched uh, The Monster Squad. Would you agree with that? I really, really liked it. I'm surprised you've not seen it and I'd never even like horror movie night going about it all the time as if it was the best film ever I thought did it, was it even popular over in the UK I don't know uh, it wasn't like fucking the way the Goonies is or the way stand by was it wasn't as ever. popular as that yeah.
1: but for people who grew up maybe watching like folk going to blockbuster and stuff in the 90s yeah. and getting horror videos I think it was quite popular for the kids I completely missed it but I seen it was on Sky
0: like, to download to watch it and I, I downloaded to watch it and I was thoroughly surprised Aye. and it's less of a kids film than I thought mm-hmm. like see when the wolfman dies and he comes back to a human he's got a hole in his chest and bloods everywhere and he's like thank you I'm like that's
1: pretty dark <laughs> yeah it's like, good. yeah it's good movie, I know, though. really really liked it really liked it uh, yeah. I honestly like I watched it after that weekend I was so hungover and kind of last night Lena's away at London so I, I, I've gotten empty and I just felt sorry for myself and I just wanted something that I love and just something something nice and I just watched the thing again just mm. I still want to feel nice I still want <laughs> to watch the thing all the way through
0: like to you properly understand to... the whole thing like I, I don't I, but it's be honest one of those ones that I end up not paying attention to and I know I probably should give it my full attention all the way through one of these times but Know, especially
1: like, if you're doing a horror podcast The Thing's probably a movie you should have at least watched once I see but no that's
0: too many but it's like one of those things too, because everybody says oh The Thing's really good I'm like nah I don't I don't get it I don't buy it I don't, I don't,
1: I don't want to believe you and I won't believe you, but you because can't, you're telling me to believe me so but, I won't but you can't say that bear in mind you're the man that sat in front of a full horror convention and asked if anybody out there liked <laughs> horror movies <laughs> you're going to need to start watching some of these Oh, I'll tell you what I'll watch again
0: I'll watch Jaws again And try and figure out If I do actually believe It's shite or not.
1: We're dead A hundred percent I did think about Just doing an intervention with you That just made you stand up And tell me why you think Jaws is shite And then I would tell you Why you were wrong uh, So I think I'm going to pick it For one of the upcoming episodes <sighs> And we're going to make you watch it We may actually do Jaws at Jaws 2 and Jaws 3 How many Jawsies was there? Three, I think. What's the one where he eats the big electric
0: cables and blows up? I uh, is that not a sharp needle? <laughs> no, I don't know, fuck no, they're all the same.
1: Is it, is it, there they go again. <laughs> <laughs> he fucked up though. No, it's not all the same. Oh
0: so, hey, okay, so here's here's the deal, right? Jaws, right? Uh, how do you how do you how do you stop Jaws? You go to the fucking water. Film finished. I but the Shut dog... the beach. Film finished. <laughs> I but Put the put the, the, the um, boys in with the fucking big grapes in so they'd kinda get into the actual swimming bit, the public bit,
1: film finished. I can't really just saying that, and yet you still persevere with eight seasons of The Walking Dead. <laughs> Live somewhere high. Finished. That's it, done. No, because it's just constant new threats. It's no It's, not it's new constant threat. new threats. It's, th- th- it's, th- th- it's th- slow th- as fuck. It's not. It, it is. To us, eight seasons, the zombie deed by now. The vanity folks eat. They're no, because you
0: get new people that are turning into zombies, but you've also got humans that are trying to kill you as well. It's a lot more
1: complex than you would think. No, it's gay as fuck. I don't mean that as a derogatory homophobic uh, <laughs> slander there. <laughs> it's oh. <laughs> it's the way I <laughs> yeah, I've had a good time. <laughs> yeah I fucked it I fucked it sorry because <laughs> <laughs> uh, we all
0: know that The Walking Dead is very um...
1: you need to watch The Thing we'll, let's sit and watch The right, Thing I will, I will because watch. I have Halloween was always my favourite horror movie of all time and it's now been I think surpassed by The Thing Halloween's now a close second but I think The Thing is now my my ultimate is it just solely for the practical effects is it scary or practical I- effects it's Kurt Russell who's a fucking babe and also it just it makes you feel so isolated because it's, it's John Carpenter so of course it's fucking amazing it's filmed so well that you do feel these guys are all fucked man these are, the guys are in the middle of nowhere and then the practical effects just give you a fucking raging hard on every time you see them well worth a watch i need to get another go and it's a remake isn't it yeah remake of the 1952 version yeah which is also a really good movie but not as good as the remake which is all things we should maybe have said during the debate but no, oh no we fucking lose that because you just start jumping ship and telling everybody how Halloween 3 is better than Halloween even though we're arguing that Halloween's better
0: <laughs> I really I really lost the plot during you that did, debate you didn't you I? oh man I apologise everybody I've lost credibility but I aim to get it back over the next few episodes you, say, you say that like
1: either of us were credible before the debate <laughs> yeah ah yeah. fuck it so that's us For this week, go and watch the video for the live debate, so you can see just how much of a tit Scott made of us. (laughs) (laughs) And we're back in two weeks with my Can't wait to find out what that is. It may be Jaws. I I might might keep Jaws. I I might. I might. I might tease Jaws for a while to really build up excitement for watching it. (laughs) get out of the water
0: get out of the water get out the water get out of the water can I get you <laughs> uh-huh. uh, that was right Just look for us on the uh, Facebook search for Scotland versus the evil and join our Facebook group uh, we're on Twitter and Instagram and, and all that bullshit so you can find us and uh, Instagram we've not used that way nah, we don't really well, we used it a couple of times there after the proper order because a bunch of people followed us and they kept getting notifications so I was chatting let's, that bring, in, let's bring it back uh, we've not up Clody Denton for a while, but feel free to tag us and shit if you've got pictures. If you've got posters or you bought hot sauce or you've got a video case or you've got any stickers or anything from us, tag us, tag Scotland vs. Evil or whatever you can find us on. Let's
1: up on link. let's start using Instagram again because yeah. I prefer Instagram. It's actually yeah. better than most of the other ones. Yeah. Add yourself into the Facebook group. And if you want a poster from us, we've got quite a few left over. So send us a message. We might send you one for free, we might charge you, we'll decide <laughs> who we decide what we're doing. We might draw boobies and Willie's on it? Yeah. yeah if that's what you want. This that's what everyone wants. Uh, but let us know and we'll see you guys in two weeks. See you later.